Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I've got two of my Monorail family members here with me in the room. Let us start with beauty before age. Um, not McKenna. <laughs> Everyone gets our voices confused. This is not McKenna. Not McKenna Monorail. Right. Otherwise known as... Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail. And age being the youngest in the room. Not Garrett. Not No, you are Garrett. You can't deny it. I'm looking at your face and I can tell because it looks like my face. What are you doing with my face? I stole it. You can't have it Give back. me my face back. <laughs> We're suddenly in a Nicolas Cage, John Travolta movie. Face off. <laughs> it was a great movie. Was that a Disney movie? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It absolutely I was I've never seen that movie. It's not very good. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about today on episode 94. We're talking no. about that movie? We're talking about Face Off. No, we're not going to talk about that. Um, this is episode number 94. It's February 10th, 2020. Gosh. It's Valentine's week. Get ready. Valentine's coming. Garrett, you got a Valentine? Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, we have Valentine's for this very special episode. Oh my gosh. We're bringing in some good friends of ours, and I have to apologize right off the top because it's taken way too long for us to do this, but we're doing it now. So let us welcome in our very special guest. You know them from Part of Our World podcast, Keenan and Rachel. Welcome to the monorail. Hey, Valentine's. Hey, will <laughs> you be my be here. heart? I'm doing a heart. You guys can't see it on the or in the audio land. <laughs> they can see it in their brain. We can see it. <laughs> <laughs> hand heart. What? What is it? Uh, the Taco Bell commercial. Uh, sunset, sunset heart hand. <laughs> uh, yep, that's it. Really oh, that that's commercial. what. Okay, that's my Valentine. Will you guys be my Instagram girlfriend? <laughs> Uh, only if you fly me out to Florida to take pictures of you on the sunset. <laughs> I think we've got a deal. I need right. a photographer. I'm not a photographer. I could care less. <laughs> I, yeah, I, can, I can pretend. I've got no future in being an influencer because no one wants to take my picture. But guys, welcome to the show. Um, again, sorry it's taken so long to bring you on here. This is something we've been talking about for a very long time um the holidays we got caught up in the holidays and then life happens but i am so happy that you're here with us now uh previously we were just talking about this before we started the show you invited us to come on your show and we were discussing what it was like to move to the orlando area for people who might be interested in doing such a thing um and i was thinking that happened like i don't know two months ago or something <laughs> but but as it turned out it was probably even before school started for garrett um back in august of last year but had a great time on the show you all were very gracious hosts and we were so excited to get the opportunity to bring you on how have you been doing over these last several months things going well yeah we're great Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah. Hanging in there. You guys hopefully are settled in by now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And we just got 
we're wishing we we're in Florida at this point in the year. It's always a little dismal in oh, February yeah. in Ohio, so mm, we're ready to it's bad. see some sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's comfortable here right now. So <laughs> Don't rub it in. No, no, no. But <laughs> it's like it, this is the moment that people in Florida are like, okay, this is good. But mm-hmm. like two months away, it's going to be like, why is it so hot? You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 When you were it's on our only, show, you were definitely talking about how hot it was. It's yeah. only like that for you. No, it's it, no. For real men like me, it's nothing. <laughs> Shut up, Garrett. <laughs> Garrett's thriving in the sunshine state. That's right. Have you seen his skin? He is like the palest guy ever. It's like paper. <laughs> You're transparent, my friend. You're welcome, by the way. You got my jeans for sure. As I say, we're vampires. We well, burst. I've never, I've and never we're, taken your jeans. We're okay. You don't fit in them yet. Someday, maybe. But uh, we're old school vampires. We don't sparkle when we go in the sunshine. We burst into flame. Yeah, it's no. not good. I only turn red. <laughs> yeah, red like fire. Um, so I think we probably have a pretty big crossover um, audience, I would say. Um, but for those who might not be familiar with Part of Our World podcast, tell us a little bit about your show. Well... Rachel. Well, Keenan. It is a bi-weekly Disney podcast where, I don't know, we don't really have a focus per se. We kind of do a little bit of everything, movie reviews, park tips. Um, We don't really cover news, but we kind of try to choose uh, something that we're interested in talking about. Yeah, we'd like, you know, top five lists from movies or yeah, really anything that we can think of regarding Disney movies or Disney parks. It's a a lot of conversations we want to have. So we had you guys on last summer to talk about taking the plunge and moving to Florida because that was something that was super interesting to us. So we just have conversations that we like to have. Yeah. And for some reason, sometimes people listen, (laughs) people do listen. Um, And I mean, I love to listen to your show. I love the fact that you can kind of touch on Disney topics that are across the board and just kind of talk about the things that you would want to talk about, you know, with with friends, family, people who would put up with the Disney conversation. Um, I always feel like, you know, a big reason we started our podcast was an outlet for, well, me to begin with, to focus all of my theme park talk into one little, you know, focused moment um, in the week so I didn't necessarily annoy people with it. Um, and have you found that to, to be kind of a similar thing? Was that part of the inspiration or, or how did your show get started? Yeah, that was a huge motivator. We found that, yeah, people weren't as interested in talking about it as we were. Um, but we were having a lot of conversations with each other about it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's been really fun to be able to just like set that time aside to get together, to talk about things and you know, anything Disney related. Um, but I wouldn't say it's quenched the, you know, now I feel like we maybe even talk about it more because, you know, friends are like, well, how's the show going? Or like, you know, and so I find we, we definitely don't talk about Disney less with others because of the show. That's true. It might be more now, but part of it was to curb the Disney blues, which to Rachel's Mm -hmm. point doesn't necessarily do kind of just makes you miss it more because you're talking about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we found a bunch of like-minded people out there. And so one of the huge benefits of the show has been, you know, 
making friends with like you guys and just other fellow podcasters and bloggers and vloggers and having them on our show and being on their show and just being able to have these types of conversations with people who are as passionate as we are. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of passion, you just had your Disney Oscars show Mm -hmm. just released last week. Awesome show. I know a lot of work went into (laughs) that. You know, I I don't think um, we've done too many shows that, uh, that have put, as many people there's like we haven't ever come close to trying to bring that many people into to one episode is what yeah. you guys did and it was awesome you had the background you know sound effects of the you know actually being in a theater and having the, that live show theater or live show feel and everything and um it was really cool and all and i say all that just to say i know a lot of work went into it and it was awesome it was a really really good show yeah um, congratulations on that because i know that Thanks. took a lot of Thanks. work and it turned out great yeah, that's a fun one keenan definitely did all that yeah. production and stuff so it's quite the there. project but we I, it's we feel it's worth it and yeah it's kind of like our big year like i think it's turned into like that's like the show that we do that with i feel like there's a couple other things we do but that's yeah. kind of like a signature one but as far as like putting all that, that post-production that, oh yeah, in it. yeah, like yeah that's for stuff. sure but it's been fun yeah because last year it was just the two of us and then we decided to invite the community in mm-hmm. to to weigh in on the boat to present and yeah it was a lot of fun yeah and we were very thank you honored. guys for being on that yeah we were so honored thank you so much for asking us to be part of that even though mckenna definitely seemed less carried, than thrilled i definitely <laughs> carried the performance <laughs> Garrett, <laughs> garrett's gonna take no, credit <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say Garrett's taking credit for carrying our con- contribution here, but uh, yeah. He, you can just hear him like snickering in the background while McKenna is talking. It's really funny. <laughs> just trying to hold it together because she is very upset about she was. just the uh, the way, the results, the way things went. She out. was. She wasn't thrilled. As I told you before we recorded our portion, we when we discussed like best story of the year for a, a Disney film in 2019, we, I mean we couldn't come to a consensus ourselves. Um, I think we all had different opinions and and thoughts about what which way that oh one would God, go. Yes, um, that's true because whenever we were doing your online poll, it was like a debate in our oh, house. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we and it turned out that I just overruled everybody, and I I made a vote if it if it came down to it. Go but. figure, <laughs> go figure. But, but I was surprised because it sounded like you said in the show that Avengers Endgame was like a runaway winner of that category. I thought yeah, it, nothing else for that category. Nothing else was close. Yeah, I thought it might wow. be a little closer, but yeah. yeah. Obviously, McKenna felt passionately that it should be something like Frozen 2 or Toy Story 4. What Toy I Story think 4. is was interesting about this category, though, was that every single movie in the category was a sequel or part of a series, which hmm. is a little strange. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Like, all right, Disney, give us something original. I guess we're getting some right. stuff this coming year, maybe. Oh, yeah. This year is full of original stuff, yeah. it seems like. I mean, we're getting like the Mulan live action but then Pixar's soul yeah soul disney good. is the the um that's the dragon something i forget well, what it's called what's i'm thinking of like the the dad one oh the which onward? is also pixar yeah onward onward yeah oh that one looks so cute i like the half dad one yeah he's walking around it's just legs it's like <laughs> the end of bernie's but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, I'm excited to see some of, some of the new stuff. Uh, it was kind of a year for, I guess, wrapping up stuff in, in some ways. Do you think there'll be another Frozen? Or do you think they're done? I think they're leaving it open yeah. to options. I mean, and maybe in money 10 talks. Years, I think we'll there will one. be. I think there will be a third one. I think the story is probably over, but I don't think they'll, doubt they'll do another one because of the money. Mm-hmm. You're probably but, right because I think they could end it with two. Because two was really good and it kind of it wrapped up the whole thing, but made a yeah. lot of money. That's yeah. how I felt about Toy Story three. Yeah. I was like, oh, it just ended so perfectly. Yeah. Beautiful arc, a nice little bow at the end. But that yeah, story then, four was great, but we didn't need it yeah, at all. We didn't. Yeah, ask I agree for that. But it was still fine. Although I don't. Know. I liked four a lot. That cat was so good. I appreciate <laughs> four for its animation. Well, that's kind of right. my thing. This is why I was shocked that it yeah, did not. Win I voted for that for best, best animation. animation. Yeah, spoilers. I also. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We just watched it. Go listen to the episode night. if you haven't already. By the way, go back, listen, find out who wins, and also get yourself. You know angry so you can yell at the podcast if you disagree with the category um but i i don't know what i would do in my life without forky so i appreciate the creation of forky um that makes me pretty happy but yeah i i think toy story 3 just ripped my heart out Mm -hmm. and i was like all right well i'm obviously done with this i don't need any (laughs) more but yeah but yeah um so we'll see we'll see what happens i i do I think you're probably right, though, about Frozen. We'll probably get another. We'll see. I'm looking forward to another Disney princess. Yeah. Like an original one. Like, you know, Tiana was new, and you never seen anything about her before. Mm -hmm. And then Moana. Moana. um, Mm -hmm. Merida. Merida. Yeah. So I'm ready for another another lady who kicks some butt. Yeah. I'd be into that. Maybe I love Moana. A, yeah, I think they need to do more with her. Oh my gosh! I, like, not like another movie, but like in the parks. And they stuff. are um, at yeah. Epcot. Yeah, they yeah. have the, the water area, water pavilion thing, water the path of water, some whatever music it is, playing near the seas. Well, I think that's because that's the location of that yeah, thing they're building for Moana. Be. So they're trying to build a little anticipation for it. But well, yeah, good. They're, they're they listening. Are, to I think. Me. I yeah. think whenever audio starts playing, where something new is going to happen, is it's really cool. That's a yeah. nice touch. You know yeah. what I, I noticed is a little bit weird, um, and we noticed this when we were there marathon weekend. But some of the soundtrack in World Showcase is changing a bit, and they're starting to play Disney songs in the styles Wasn't of that... the countries that you are in. Actually, no, that's right. Yeah, um, they were playing Mulan stuff. Yeah, they were playing a Mulan song in China. Um, uh, don't do it's that. a little weird. <laughs> it is a little weird, but I think it's all part of this whole Epcot changeover that we're getting. Do you think it was from the new movie? Probably. I would say, I mean... Because that would make a little sense, I suppose. Yeah, but it, I feel like I heard it somewhere else, too. I don't uh, remember hearing it anywhere else. But but wasn't it, like, just for the marathon? For, no, 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 no. We're talking about when we came back. No, no, no. So when we went to World Showcase for the marathon, they were playing, like, modern music. Yeah, they yeah. played the Zootopia song. And then when, when the marathon was kind of wrapping up... It started to switch back over to the um, World Showcase music, but Mulan played in China after that. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be grumpy about it, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. <laughs> I, it's plenty fine. of time for that later. At it's least fine. you can go there and be grumpy about it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'll <laughs> go there and frown. 
you guys are welcome to come down anytime. And there's houses for sale in our neighborhood. <laughs> That's right. Right <laughs> next door. <laughs> well, anytime we're not, we don't ever get serious enough about moving down there. But anytime we do, we're like, oh, we can go, you know, live by the monorails and uh-huh. have little block parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. my God. We need to Big liven plans. this neighborhood up, by the way. It's a lot of old people. A lot of, a lot of sleepy old people. I mean, that's what we thought at, at Halloween. And then we went down the street and there's tons of kids. Well, our particular street. Our street has no kids. Has no kids. Yeah. So being that this is Valentine's week, last year we did a special episode where it was all the guys and we were talking about the fun. most romantic things in the Walt Disney World Resort. That was really fun. Um, it was a very fun episode. I think people really enjoyed it. But... I want to ask that question to you guys. If you were spending Valentine's Day in Walt Disney World, let's talk about what restaurant might you want to hit? What rides do you think would set the right mood? What resort might you stay at? Is this something you've considered in the past? Okay, well, we are trying to get down there for our 10-year anniversary this year. Okay. Oh, yay! So there's been yeah. a little talk about it. All right. Um, we're more on the budget savvy end of things <laughs> so if money were no object i would probably say something like victoria and albert's yeah there you go you know i mean um and if money were no object probably california grill mm-hmm. and watching fireworks from the top of the contemporary i think would be pretty romantic yeah yeah yep. it's hard to beat keenan is uh, my vacation planner oh. <laughs> and so, <laughs> sure whatever sorry Makes i just sense. nailed my mic but, but i do want to go to la Cellier. Yeah. Okay. Canada. I love Canada. I was. I think I commented on your Instagram, mm-hmm. Justin, that uh, I was like, it's an underrated pavilion. It really it's, is. It's it, like you go back there. That waterfall is just so beautiful. Okay. So can you guys help us settle a debate? Yep. The space two hundred twenty oh, yeah. may or we may not be open when we're there. We don't know. I said. I think I would like to splurge, make that happen, and it would be a great anniversary dinner. Rachel says that's not romantic at all. Because there's like, it's not real windows. <laughs> what I, are you talking about? It's in space. I don't know. I kind of get that. Um, <laughs> kind of like sci fi nerdy. I might it, be on Keenan's side. And what about Wally? <laughs> <laughs> when they're flying around in space with the firehouse. We were we just watched that's that romantic. too. I was like, how could they make robots romantic and yet in space? That so movie that's was good. my first, right? That that's was your first point. in the theater, I, yeah. That movie's never gets old for me. It's great. It's but great. like I could see the space restaurant being somewhere that I want to take the whole family. But if Justin's taking me on a date, I don't want to go there. <laughs> you stopped me yeah. from going Fair on enough. a tangent there. I was about to Hold on a second. You do remember we said that this restaurant's going to have 1,000 bottles of wine. Oh, I do want to go there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I Boom. forgot about the, the all the wine and beer you can imagine. Yes. I do want that. <laughs> but Space wine. <laughs> Space wine. You, you, you mentioned that, too. I know. I want to go there and see if they have astronaut ice, astronaut ice cream. I feel like they have to. If, they, and Tang, they, they better. I don't want either of those things. <laughs> Having little ice cream cubes. That's they just they serve you your meals and they're in these vacuum packed up like yeah. tin. You just have to rip it's them just open. Just like dog food. <laughs> um, I'll that's pretty cool. <laughs> that does not sound what good. What if they just put the whole thing in like a uh, anti gravity spinning thing and Ooh. let your food fly around? <laughs> <laughs> grab it from other up. tables it's like a free-for-all yeah i will say 
I think Le Cellier would be a very good romantic meal because it's it's down in the little cellar. It's dimly lit. Even in the middle of the day, it feels like it's middle of the night. Yeah. That I actually is cool. So it drives me crazy when you're in restaurants and like you can't read the menu. That's one of them. I actually had to turn yeah. my flashlight on to look at the menu because it's that dark in there. But, it's nice that we do have like flashlights on our phones because exactly. we, Keen and I used to work in a restaurant that like some folks uh, we got a, we had an older uh well, servers base. had to carry flashlights with yeah them. we have they're like oh, i can't see this menu and we're like here's a flashlight ma'am you know oh, yeah <laughs> so now we have our own. doesn't that restaurant have like the mirrors on the wall so it looks like it goes it, forever yeah it does it's it looks like it's an infinite restaurant in there yeah it's a cool place garrett was actually talking about it just today yeah because the pretzel bread things yeah the pretzel are rolls. wonderful they are good yeah. I hard to go I wrong there. Eating those from my dinner. So we've got we've got three good restaurants. Taking notes. We got three good restaurants: La Cellier, California Grill, Victorian Alberts. I think all would be great Valentine's restaurants. Tell me your number one in all of the resort. What would be your most romantic ride? Hmm. Yeah, this is a tough one. Spaceship Earth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say small Mission space. world. <laughs> Stitch <Mission> space. <laughs> all right, Stitch. If it was open, romantic ride. Yeah. I think you got to um, think about elements like darkness and slow. Right. It'd have to be like a dark ride. Yeah. I, I was thinking, yeah, but you it's... didn't like, um, and forgive me, I can't remember the name of it right now. Oh, um, Navi River Journey. You weren't that impressed by that. No, but... I like it. <laughs> I just was not blown away by it. Keenan, it was fine. You're in a safe space here. We're not huge Navi River Journey fans in this room. So. Hey, the animatronic at the end is amazing. That's great, but the rest yes. of the ride is okay. Well, the like little things jumping on the lily pads above your head. That's yeah, cool. that's really cool. I, but I will give you that. That might be the most romantic ride. It's kind of a tunnel of love. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. because I was like the first half of Living with the Land. Right. <laughs> but I think Navi's a little bit better than that. Yeah. But that is well, more romantic. <laughs> I love Living with the Land. But as far as like romantic, <laughs> I wouldn't go there. That's all right. See, that I, one's more looking at cool plants than romance. But the first half where you're going through the different biomes and it's dark. See, I mentioned last week that would be a good place to nap. I don't know. I get kind of anxious <laughs> in there. But the only issue is if you're a party of two, there's a chance they could squeeze a couple more people on your row. I they don't probably know don't it, do I that. I don't know but. about what it is about it, but kind of the atmosphere of the rainforest area. You don't like it? Kind of sets me off a little bit. Sets you off? You get angry? You it, hate no, the rainforest? No, it sets off my... It sets off my anxiety. Oh. I, wow. I feel kind of scared like something's going to happen in there. Like it's a jaguar just like lurking? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't like how the monkey's like flinging, the, or like he's jerking. It's, it's weird. It's weird. I can't really explain it very much. It's all right. Is it kind of like an uncanny valley kind of thing where it's almost too it real? Be. It makes you feel nervous no, or something? No, because it, they look real, but they're not moving in a real way. Yeah. Okay. Something's off. Yeah, that's all right. No, I think, I think Dobby River Journey is a good answer for that. Um, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. TTA at night. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I think that's one we mentioned for sure, but then Kevin last year pointed out there's cameras everywhere on there, so watch it. Yo, I didn't know that. <laughs> when you're going into Space Mountain, if you get stopped, it's kind of scary. But it's that's really not dark romantic. you're screaming. No, I'm saying it's kind of <laughs> not romantic. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the TTA being stopped in Space Mountain. In Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. okay. That's scary. 
that's not scary. Yeah, it is. You're, you're a chicken. <laughs> I might be. <laughs> I will say Rachel and I are very competitive and we like and have a lot of fun doing competitive things with each other. And like we've done dates of going to like arcades and stuff like that. So something like Midway Mania. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like your no. spin would be for us, I think, a little romantic. Maybe I get. Like that's true because you'll lose you, and then you'll get really upset. Yeah, about it. basically, <laughs> if I lose and it's not, I'm not like, oh, that was fun. I'm Valentine's like, oh, Day, I might let you. you win. I will. I'll kill you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. That's terrible. <laughs> she knows I'm lying. I would never let her win. I thought she. I thought Samantha was talking to me. No, so, no. <laughs> Keenan can't say that he'll let you win. You right. do it without telling her. Yeah, God. killing him is perfectly fine. Yeah, that. Okay, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I also really like, um, so maybe you wouldn't think of this as romantic, but I love the Mexico Pavilion yeah. a lot because it reminds me of um, like when I studied abroad there yeah. in Mexico. And, and like the first part of um Grand Fiesta tour is mm-hmm. like kind of romantic but then it takes like a then it's not it's more of a, yeah. a silly turn yeah. and then it's fun then it, watching Donald like, go in oh, wacky situations yeah if they if they do retheme at Coco which has been a rumor yeah. since forever I will be that'd so be, mad that'd be pretty great that they know the Disney romance. knows me they know how much I love Donald Duck they have to and then they remove him they destroy him I'm 100% okay with them making that a Coco ride as long as they take the duck animatronic at the end and do something cool with it. I will never forgive them if they destroy that ride. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with it. I will s- swear to destroy who does who does that, who I, made the final decision. I feel like I, I I sit somewhere in the middle on this because I like the I like the three caballeros. I would be sad if they did not do something with those animatronics, especially at the end, because as we've mentioned before on the podcast, those came from the Mickey Mouse musical review from the Magic Kingdom years and years ago. Um, so it'd be sad to lose that history. But see, it's not like the most. It's not going to blow you away, but it's got Donald on. <laughs> but what if they just put that like? in the Mexico pavilion somewhere. So you could like still wouldn't yeah. have to be on on the ride, but it would still be somewhere. Yeah. I think it's inevitable. Maybe. I think Garrett's it's inevitable. Not happy. I, yeah, I mean, we're not convinced at all. <laughs> but we've been talking about like, you know, they've already been incorporating Coco into the Mexico Pavilion. They've got the whole uh, Dia de los Muertos uh, display when you walk in. Mm-hmm. I like Coco. I do too. Um, I have it's no great. strong feelings either way. Um, I don't care. I say. I just feel like Coco's more authentic. To yeah. Mexican culture than like Donald Duck with a sombrero. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. It's They're Donald. wearing sombreros. <laughs> that makes them automatically Mexican. And snappy serapes. Yeah. Come on. And they have an accent. <laughs> I'm what, Donald doesn't. What means I caramba? <laughs> I oh, yeah. They don't know that. <laughs> well, I think one of them is. Which one? Brazilian? Brazilian, yeah. Jose? So, Jose's Brazilian, yeah. So, so if they do the. Brazil 
pavilion, they could. Ah, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, they'd just spread them out. Those resources exactly right on over. Well, well <laughs> they can keep Jose in the Mexico pavilion, or not Jose, or uh, just change it all to the Ducktales pavilion, and then it's all just locations in Ducktales. Bam, IP implemented. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, disperse them, like you said. So, all right, well. I uh, one thing I wanted to ask before we wrap up segment one here. So I, I was inspired by your podcast, Keenan and Rachel. When we came on your show, you did a lightning round where you asked guests all these questions, and they're supposed to be rapid fire answers. Of course, we don't play by the rules. No, we were terrible. And our, our answers were very slow. Oh but my gosh. but it inspired me to kind of think through some questions that might be conversation starters. So I I hope that I'm not infringing when I say that I have come up with a list of questions, not that I'm going to use as rapid fire, but just things that I could ask guests when they come on the show. As long as I say, and I've done it twice now, this was inspired by part of the world podcast, part of our world podcast. So it, are you going to sue me at some point? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, don't I, sue him. You know, share the wealth. Even, <laughs> it's not even an original idea. No, <laughs> so. I think we stole it from uh, Doug and Derek. Rope drop radio. Rope drop radio. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. It's but, all about sharing yeah, all, ideas. It's a giving community. And, I don't, yeah. I don't you know. We're introducing a new segment on our next episode. Uh, it's called M4-3D. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. So deep dives. Are you bringing Landon on? <laughs> he would be all about it. He'd be like, he yes, More podcasting. All he wants to do is get exposure so he can eventually get paid. He's never going to get paid to do this. But he gets he has a real job where he does radio. Yeah, but he doesn't talk about Disney Actually, all the time. they're bringing on someone who's British named London Don. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's his evil uh, British twin, right? Yeah. You're okay. Clever. Well, here's a question I came up with on this list and to officially inaugurate it, I'm going to ask it to you guys. You're going to be the first ones to re- receive this question Ooh. on the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. So, here we go. Rachel how long would you be willing to wait standby for Small World? Um, 40 minutes. Wow. Wow. That's we a high number. We don't get to go very no. often. I was going to say 30. You're waiting by yourself. Okay. <laughs> I would... Here, let me clarify. The standby time would say 30. And if it was... If I was still in line after 30, I would wait 10 more minutes. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Some, I understand your thinking there. It's still wrong. Well, I'll, okay, I I'll go it. by on by myself. Keenan, I, I meant to say I'll go on it by myself. Keenan, what's your over under? Fifteen minutes. 15. <laughs> See, I think that's about right for us. That's what I would say. Yeah. I would say fast pass or or bust or, or bust, bust. Yeah. and I can't even say fast pass. Yeah. So that's all right. You tried. Yeah, I did. All right. Very good. I think those are fair answers. I think it's interesting because I think it, it is highly influenced on one. Do you think it's like a classic must do every time you go? And two, how often do you get to go? I mean, you know, if we weren't living down here, would your answer be something different, Sam? No, I don't like that ride. <laughs> <Okay>. 15 minutes. <laughs> I get it's a Disney classic. I took my mom on it, but yeah. I, I don't care for it that much. I oh, mean, watch your mouth. There, It's just repetitive song over kind and over. Creepy but that. each of those dolls are made with so much care. Yes. Um, There's you're... so much detail. You know, dolls <laughs> are vessels for evil spirits. <laughs> <laughs> That's what now they I'm said. I'm going to be on... terrified next time I go on the ride. They said that on Ghost Adventures. I was terrified last time I went on the ride because a dude kept talking to me. 
That's Who was that? Be. Remember that man? Oh. <laughs> no. I wasn't there for this. No. Oh, then it was... You were, you were there for Was that. it when you took your mom? Was there some random dude There was a dude that was, like, telling me I need to be more excited oh, to be yeah. on this ride. Oh, I, that would be annoying. Yeah, yeah he was. kept saying to Garrett, Smile, this is the funnest ride in Disney. It. You gotta smile. I was not Wow. Fun. Garrett was yeah, like, Mom, tell him to stop talking <laughs> to me. I mean, I didn't say that, but... You were saying it to me. I didn't say a thing. You kept going. I sat there. Oh, well, you kept... Well, then afterwards, you definitely said something about it. I definitely did say something about <laughs> it. <laughs> Whatever. This is this will be really relevant for later. Okay. For the it topic. Will. It will. Because <laughs> yeah, that is a definite do not. Yeah, exactly. Do yeah. Speaking of that, we do have segment three coming up in which we are going to be talking about theme park etiquette and this is our little tease to stay with us we're gonna take a quick break wait i did it i started a segue you did thank you garrett you did (laughs) keenan went right along with it and i used it as the opportunity to get to a break so stay with us you're gonna want to hear our theme park etiquette tips we will be right back Hey guys, this is Landon from the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, and I want to tell you about my friend Nick, because with 25 resort locations, four theme parks, two water parks, you have to book your dining reservations 180 days in advance, not to mention the 60-day window for your fast passes. There is so much on your plate when you're going down to the Walt Disney World resorts. Don't worry, because Nick, he has your back. Book a trip with Nick Salcedo at Capture the Magic Vacation and let him be your guide to your uniquely magical vacation at any Disney destination with no cost to you. Let Nick do the hard part of planning while you and your party get excited about your trip to the most magical place on earth. As a graduate of Disney's College of Disney Knowledge, hey, that rhymes, Nick is an expert at all things Disney and will truly help put the magical touch on your vacation. Contact Nick today at nick.salcedo, that's S-A-L-C-E-D-O, at ctmvagent.com and let's start planning your next trip. Also, be sure to visit his website at capturethemagicvacation.com forward slash agent forward slash Nick dash Salcedo. And be sure to mention the Monday Morning Monorail podcast when you book your trip for a very special surprise. Welcome back to the monorail. It is time for what you've all been waiting for, the main event of today's episode. We're going to be talking about theme park etiquette. Still with me is Samantha and Garrett. And, of course, 
via the magic monorail movie video. What? Not a Stop movie. It. Moving picture hotline. You're going. You took it the wrong way. I did. Keenan and Rachel, part of our world podcast. <laughs> Thanks for being Hello. here with us still, guys. Glad you stuck around. Um, Let me just say one thing. Theme park etiquette. Y'all don't have it. Who? Them? Everybody. <laughs> Everyone. She called you guys out. She is calling yeah. Keenan and Rachel. Everybody. She's ready to go. <laughs> Gloves even, are off. Even me. Like, <laughs> I find myself sometimes and I'm like, man, I was just a jerk just then. Because I'll just stop in the middle of the walkway and turn around and go, hey, Justin. Yes. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, there were people mm-hmm. That's walking. not okay. That's not okay. Yeah. yeah. My my theme park etiquette is Non-existent. Perfect. I am an uh, upstanding citizen. Wow. I don't know about that. We'll find out as we go through the list here. I we're take gonna... off my hat when I'm sitting in a theater. That's good. That's good. That that may be something we talk about. Um, so we could kind of jump around all over the place, but I kind of think. Um, oh my god! I've he got, loves structure. I do like structure, but I'm not going to strictly stick to it. I was just going to say if we prefer, we could kind of do it in chunks, like say <laughs> things like before you arrive. Here are some things to think about. Um, when you arrive, like security and walking around the parks on ride at shows, you know, kind of move through that way, or we can just bounce around. I like, I like structure. I think. Yeah. Okay. I like to know it's coming. I, I don't care. You just made Justin's day though. (laughs) Well, I definitely structured my thoughts that way. So it it will help me anyway, as we go through the notes, but I have paragraphs, but they're in no particular order. This is good. Okay. I have two categories, do's and don'ts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll just take the do's and don'ts and slot them in wherever you feel they're necessary. Some of these things that we talk about, I think can land in multiple categories. So, Land in multiple categories. Hey, you're giving Landon way too many shout-outs in this episode. <laughs> you're going to make his head bigger than it already is. And he already can't fit in Mickey Mouse ears. So, I've seen him wear them. <laughs> He's he got to strap fit. those things on. <laughs> He's got to use those elastic bands. Just kidding, Landon. Um, okay, so let's do this. Let's start with, before you ever arrive in the park... What are some things that you need to do to make sure that you are not offending others when you go to the theme park? Pack your sunscreen. Wait, like when you... That has... Well, that's good for you. When you're arriving? Before you arrive. Before you arrive. Like, what? so... Yeah. Buses, maybe. Like the bus stop. Oh, I was morning. like, wear deodorant. Well, wear deodorant's a good one. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't stare at people on the bus. It's <laughs> creepy. Like, I, people always stare at me. <laughs> <laughs> like you're kids. having a lot of creepy interactions. Little, little kids will be like yeah. looking at my phone, like you got any games on me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay, wear deodorant is a good one. I think if we're if we're staying in just even personal hygiene, c- consider like brushing your teeth. Br- well, okay, but also like clothes that maybe don't have vulgar phrases on them. Like, yeah, there are a lot of kids place. there. What, did you say, why does that matter? Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. Mom, it is a family park. This is why you there. almost got kicked out of the wave. Um, it, Disney is a place for family. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you almost like got kicked out of the wave? On that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that'll, be the, on that'll be the Patreon content. <laughs> yeah. Um, you do have to consider that sort of thing. I just talked Dress- about Jack's, by the way. Jack, you know. All right. All right. And that got me in trouble at the wave. 
I can see that. Hey, this is a family-friendly podcast, so I can't exactly. say the rest of that. You'll, it's yeah. forbidden. But dress <laughs> dress appropriately, wear deodorant. So those were really the two things I had. But Rachel had something. Yes. Well, I was thinking, so when we, we stayed one night at an all-star resort, and they had, wait. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Even at Wilderness, they had like actual lines for the buses. But last last day, we stayed at Port Orleans, and they had like kind of like the old fashioned bus stops that was just like the shelter yeah. and some benches. And so there was like it was driving me crazy because like I like to know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I kind of like structure <laughs> a little bit. So I'm like, where's the lines, people? Like, you know, and so I'm getting real anxious because I'm like, these people are just going to jump in front of me. And so it's just kind of this big cluster. And I, you know, and then, you know, the buses come and everyone's getting all antsy. Most you know, people, people did just, a pretty good job of being orderly. But that is but, a situation where you would need to exercise yeah, theme park to, etiquette. And right. Like recognize if you just got, got there, there and yeah, don't just be cutting because there is no formal line. You can't just be like, oh, the yeah. bus is here. I'm in the bus stop. Like, yeah, these people have been waiting for 10 minutes longer, so don't just be getting all Yeah, that crazy. always created anxiety. Oh, for me, I'm like, oh, this, this, we've, we've, these guys just got here. They better not be getting in front of me. <laughs> like, I'm like getting all like, you know, oh. I think that I would feel that way because I don't like when people just jump in front of me. I'm going to throw elbows. Like, I've been here for a long time. Back up. Or else you're gonna get an elbow, and and I'll act like it didn't even happen, but it's gonna happen, <laughs> oh, you know. So, oh, so sorry. Well, even better if they have a scooter, they oh. get on first and take up like three seats, which I I get it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You have a scooter. I'm not saying anything about that. It's when they show up after everybody else, and yet they get on first and take up seats that other people aren't getting on. And it's like that's really I'm not getting fair. Getting hot. Just talking about this. <laughs> I'm getting. See, and I don't. <laughs> mind the scooter thing either it's the people who have a scooter and then 12 people with them Uh and they all get on together and i'm like wait a second wait a second yeah i think (laughs) scooter person can go by themselves one time one time we walked on with the scooter family you didn't realize that we couldn't (laughs) (laughs) and they're like oh is everybody here with the family and they vouched for us they said (laughs) yeah yeah they're with us we're like oh i guess we couldn't do that they're like you're gay. You guys are fine. You join the I don't family. That. But yeah, if they got, yeah. So it's just like wait your turn. If there's not yeah. a formal line, just like be aware of who got there first. Don't get all antsy and rude. Yeah, yeah. I see yeah, that. Don't, don't talk about people near them when you're on the bus. Yeah, because people do that sometimes, and it's like, don't keep yeah. it to yourself. <laughs> no, I. So I totally get the the non formal line thing. I, I will say uh, I don't necessarily recommend throwing el- elbows, but. You know. I mean, they don't know that I did that. I meant to do well, it anyway. Well, some Usually, people might and might get very mad. Unless I say I hate when people get in front of me, and then all of a sudden they get catch my elbow. I'm like, oh, that was you Sorry. I was talking about. <laughs> you promote too much violence on this show. That's exactly the opposite of what I just said. Don't talk about people when you're um, right next to them because they can hear you. Well, I do it all the time. Okay, Samantha can just be our example of what not to do yeah, for everything. That's a good idea. <laughs> what would you do in the situation? That's a very uh, okay. Good idea. Well, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Garrett, you're transitioning onto the bus. What what? advice do you have for people to be good bus riders all right so just go on the bus take up a seat that's empty but like no one's going for if someone's running towards that seat let them take it if someone really needs a seat then let them take it there you go um 
And like, if there's someone who makes you a little mad, don't say anything really about if unless they're doing something intentionally to be mean to you, then just kind of shrug it off. Yeah, because I'm sure they're probably having a bad day. So be patient and try to be sensitive, right? Yeah. Th- those when, are good. When points. other people won't have have empathy, have empathy. There you instead. go. That's nice. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like that. At least you're getting some good message. It may be not right. from your mom. <laughs> I don't know where you're learning this stuff. But <laughs> well, I kind of learn it from myself from just being very introverted. Oh, good! You're raising yourself. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. Yeah, I think you do you do need to exercise in a certain amount of of patience, and like it's that it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Maybe they're yeah. Maybe they're stressed and just having to like let it let it roll off your back. I th- always think of that manager you had that. I'm just like, I'm a duck. I, I'm a duck. I just let the, <laughs> the water roll off my back or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yes. So she was awful. <laughs> but still, her message stuck with me. <laughs> Be hard to offend. Yeah. We'll get you far in the parks, I think. Yeah. Anything another else? Bus, yeah, another bus go. thing I was thinking. This is more of the ride home. You know, everyone's real tired, but maybe, we, but this is still bus related. So I don't know if we're getting back to buses. So I'll say it now. Do it. Um, but, you know, so if you're able, you know, standing for elderly people or people with kids, hopefully, you know, if like a mom is standing there with like a kid on her hip, it would be nice if you let her sit. Um, but in the same vein, if you are a parent, like don't, if your bus is crowded, like don't have your two-year-old take up a whole seat. Like you can put yeah, that child on your lap. lap. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And if so. you're standing, move all the way back. Like, yeah. keep moving. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, they, they try to get a lot of people on those buses, and it drives me crazy. And this is a theme that may come up again later. But if you're told to move all the way down or take up available space, just do it. Like, yeah. really? Yeah, I get yeah. in trouble because I hear... Like, we're in one of the theaters, like the Muppets Spoiler or something, <laughs> and uh, the person saying, move all the way down, and I'm like, move down <laughs> to the people in front of me. I'm like, good grief. Again, don't need to be aggressive in the park. <laughs> I wasn't aggressive. But an example I was just, of what not to do. <laughs> I was reiterating to the people in front of us, you're not listening, move down. Well, are you getting paid for that? Well, I should. No, you're not. So let them handle it. I could, I could take control of this park. You don't need to, though. <laughs> to run this show. Let, let the guys wearing the Disney security badges handle all that stuff. Oh, I know. <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah. Try to be smart about the space. Move in. Like Keenan said, they, they try to get a lot of people on all the transportation, monorails, buses, whatever it may be. Um, and, and yeah, it's. I think about the ferry too, the Magic Kingdom ferry. Like people, people just waste so much space and just mm-hmm. stop where they. And they always want to sit on the stairs when they're told don't sit on the stairs. Just listen. That's a thing. It's a hazard, safety hazard. Yeah, exactly. One of my do's is follow the rules. Exactly. If they're asking you to do something. Just, just do, do it. it. They, they exist for a reason. It may not make sense to you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to make sense. Oh, and if we're speaking about transportation, <laughs> yeah. Like monorails. Can I say something about monorails? Okay, so when me and McKenna were going to Disney, we were on the TTC monorail to Epcot. Yeah, Epcot. And this huge group of cheerleaders, I think it was, Mm -hmm. because they were doing like a competition or something. Um, 
came in and they started recording a bunch of TikToks, taking up the entire <laughs> monorail, dancing around. And then they climbed over the seats to get in the other oh, car of the monorail. No. Like, well, it's the same car, but yeah. the other side of the other car. Other section, yeah. And we're just being very loud, t- like bumping into people and going, oh, sorry, really quick. And then bumping in again. Mm-hmm. So it was wonderful. I don't think they and then were they sorry talked about, they didn't change their behavior. And then they talked about, you know, how much they relate. Oh, this poor woman with depression, she's going to die. Jeez, that's yeah. dark. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, what the heck? Um, I think the takeaway is don't make TikTok videos on the Disney transportation. Um, sometimes, you, sometimes you get the monorail to yourself, right? It's middle of the day. Yeah. If you're on, if you're in a car, go fun. You know, go oh, go crazy. Have it's fun. A glorious thing. Yeah, uh, but otherwise, be considerate. And one other things I want I wanted to mention from what you said, Garrett, because it's something that again comes up in multiple sections. If you are a person who's supposed to be like chaperoning these groups, or just a parent of oh, there was a chaperone children encouraging are, this stuff. Well. That's another problem. But if you're a parent of children who need a lot of supervision, supervise your child. Don't let them horseplay and run into people and stuff. Like, be that person that tells them, hey, cut it out so that other people don't have to. Right? Because Sam will do it. She'll tell them to stop. I will. I don't care. (laughs) She'll tell those kids, hey, kid, sit down. I... I, Justin's the grumpy person in the neighborhood who's like, get off my lawn. And I'm the grumpy person in the theme park who's like, move down. <laughs> you know, so we call so we need to make other. like bit mojis of you guys with like little speak bubbles, like get off my lawn and move down. <laughs> I can see it now. It's going to be a hit. <laughs> yeah. We'll sell merch. <laughs> Any other transportation do's and don'ts? Don't fart in the monorail. Oh, that's nice. That's a good one. Oh, my gosh. Or the bus. There have been times where I am somewhere and someone keeps having gas and I'm like, seriously, that's going to make us all die. Stop. (laughs) And then it'll go away. It'll like fade or I just got used to it or something. (laughs) And then it happens again. (laughs) Imagine the Skyliner if someone did that. Oh, God. It's too... It's too... um, it's too intimate to happen at in the sky. At least in the Skyliner, you could narrow it down pretty <laughs> yeah. quick. Yeah, <laughs> it you. was you. Stop it! You're you're getting kicked off the Skyliner <laughs> mid ride. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. The Wilhelm scream. The Wilhelm scream. Right. Flying out. There may be a whole new list of uh, Skyliner etiquette. We just need to work it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't rock the Skyliner. Don't throw oh. up. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't had that happen. <laughs> Don't steal the plate that's very easy to steal well don't steal bottom line don't steal don't steal yeah okay so i had a quick one about security i don't know if there's a lot of things about security but maybe there's a couple um i just wanted to say you if you have like a real big party and you're going through the bag check line not all those people need to stand there like they can go through the people without bags line and then you just like one person per bag i feel like is fair unless you're like a couple of parents and a kid i get it but like huge groups you don't need 10 people standing there with one person with a bag it just creates traffic flow problems i don't care mm-hmm. cuz I, I had don't a carry kid, bags if i was carrying a bag and then i had an adult and a kid with me i'd send them through the no bag line yeah we usually do that yeah that's a good tip yeah i think just like that's convenient for the person going, the you know, yeah. people going through security. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. 
you don't yeah. have to, to just to wrangle everybody and whatnot. Another thing with security is how like they tell you, they yell at you, not yell at you. They're very in a, in a Disney way, like have your bags open, ready to yeah. go. But like have your bags open and ready yeah, to go. <laughs> like yeah, especially pull out bulk stuff. I mean, like, it's like your first, you know, it's your first day. There's a learning curve, but it's like hopefully after you've done it, yeah, you've you kinda, done it a couple of times, like. I don't know. Just anticipate what's coming. Yeah. That's hard for me because I'm kind of like, la, la, la. Oh, my gosh. All the sides, all the sounds. <laughs> I had like a little but cell like, phone tripod. I figured out pretty quickly that that was always going to be something they would look at. So I would just attach it to my phone, you yeah. know, and yeah. like hold it with that. And then it's like, well, now you know exactly no what this is. You got to get your stuff out from underneath your stroller. Yep. If you've got stuff under in the bottom. Yeah, I started to get better at that. it. So, yeah, just, I don't so know. So that's etiquette for people who have been there and know what to expect it's going to make the process that much smoother. If it's yeah. your first time, you don't really know. That's fine. Just listen to what they say. and Or listen to Monday Morning Monorail. Uh-huh. Listen to this podcast and you'll be For those prepared. of you not listening, please listen to this podcast. <laughs> yes. They're, they're like Tune waiting their right gun. Now. Like, look, I got it out. Yeah. I see you over <laughs> there gun, not listening worry. to this podcast. Oh, no. What? You I just see. you just stepped on Keenan's joke. I, I see you over there not listening to this podcast. You better start listening. Well... But you're probably laying down your phone doing something. No. By the way, Keenan, uh, this this just means that uh, you're officially part of the show now because Garrett steps on me talking all the time. So. Yeah, I love yeah. doing that. Because it wasn't a very good doing joke, that so. to me. See, still did. No, violent. that is not true. So it sounded oh. violent to me. Oh, go listen to other podcasts. I mean, like other episodes of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I get interrupted constantly and in real life. You know why? You all love interrupting me. You know why? You pause and people start to talk and then you talk again while they're talking. You're like, you interrupted me. Sometimes it takes me a while. You know that. <laughs> I understand, Garrett. Not how it works. We're thinking. We're just not talking. <laughs> and then... Yeah, I got to think of what to say. All right. Anyway, Garrett, I'm going to grumble at you in a minute. No. Okay. We're in the parks. I mean... We could talk about, like, the touch points, but I think the main thing is, like, when you go through the the Magic Band touch point, just, like, I don't know. If it's your first time, maybe observe how other people are doing it, but, like, you know, try to get with the program. If you're a group and someone scans, let them just walk. Don't stay in a huddle with everyone scanning. And this transitions to what I was kind of getting to now, which is really, like, moving through the parks. Um, I've got so many notes on this, but I'm going to... I'll hold off because I think we're going to, this is going to be a round table discussion here. Um, I'll, I'll start off with you guys talking about walking around the parks, Keenan and Rachel. What are, what are some things you feel like people should keep in mind? Well, I think the number one thing is to me, don't just stop in the middle of the flow of traffic. Mm-hmm. Mm, that is like just egregious. And everybody does it. I mean, Samantha, you mentioned earlier, it's just yeah. you think of something, Sometimes you turn you around and you to. say something, but it's yeah. stopping to look at the map, stopping to take a picture, stopping to get your group together. Pictures, just come on. Tr- kind of move off to the side if you can. Yeah, pull over, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I think really a, a lot of the stuff I think that I'm going to say is just be aware that there are people behind you and yeah. act accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. If there's someone behind me, I will pull to the side. Well, you should do it yeah. anyway. Yeah. Because just assume. It, par- the parks are busy. They're almost never bi- never not busy anymore. So just assume you've got somebody right behind you when you're walking. There have been tons of times when people have just stopped in front of me. Even in, in school. I'll, I'll talk <laughs> about that. People love stopping in front of people. Oh, yeah. It's a problem. I want to say 
always walk on the right. Just walk on the yeah. right. Lanes. Lanes. Typical flow of traffic. I, I actually kind of wish, I've mentioned this before when we've been like going in the parks, it would be great, especially for like first timers. Maybe you've never been in a park the size or scale or, or as busy as what Walt Disney World is. It would be great if they had, like, somewhere near the ticket booths or just turnstiles or wherever. I still say turnstiles. I'm old-fashioned. Like, monitors, like they do when you're getting on a ride that are going to tell you about safety restraints and all that stuff. Just monitors kind of going through, here are some tips to make your day better. Number one, try to walk on the right side of traffic. Because now, and, and even, like, on really busy days, they've got cast members spread out throughout the park that try to tell people to stand on the right. You're like, go to the right, walk on the right, mm-hmm. um, because it makes things so much better. Like, it would solve a ton of problems. Um, another one for, that I had was, if you're in groups of, like, four, five, six, seven people, don't create some sort of amorphous blob that, like, takes up the whole walkway. Yes. And just, like, really? I would like to get around. I'll yeah. do it politely if you just get over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Freaking get over. Like, yeah, like, you know, too wide, maybe. Yeah, I've been given three. Yeah, three. Yeah. Three's not just bad. It's not like, yeah, not like an amoeba. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's always a very slow amoeba, too. <laughs> I think another thing is when you see someone trying to get across real quick, like, stop for just one second and let people cross over. It takes like five seconds. If you see someone's like trying to run through the group, instead of trying to hurry around them, slow down for just a second because they're going to be fast and get around. (laughs) And it's really hard to just cross over and get to the other side sometimes. Yeah. Why did the chicken ever try to do that? I don't know. Oh, oh, and I have one more. Oh, I thought you knew why the chicken did that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> to get to the other side. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I have one more. Um, strollers. Oh, my mm. gosh. They're so big. And it's hard to maneuver them sometimes because the wheels get kind of wonky. But, like, don't use your stroller to push through people. Because right. somebody did that to me um, like three weeks ago, and my ankle is still healing from that. I mean, it took off like a, a pretty thick layer of skin Jeez. on my ankle. Mm-hmm. And it was just this guy trying to push around me, and he hit me with the stroller really hard. Yeah. And it, it hurt. Yeah. I've only been like bumped into once by a stroller. It hasn't been that bad. I've been, I've been ankled a couple of times. <laughs> Well, last also, time we were there, we were there for like a week. I think I clipped like three ankles. I felt really bad about it. Yeah, like I was it, trying not to do it, and it's just so crowded. Yeah, if somebody slows down. Just you, you got a pace going, and somebody slows down a little bit. And yeah, you're like oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that, that goes with the don't stop. There might be a stroller yeah. behind you. It's for your own safety. Yeah, but don't also don't use your stroller as a weapon. Yeah. And if you do, apologize. <laughs> not if you use, <laughs> if you use it as a weapon. If you do apologize. Accidentally hit someone. Apologize. Just say with all due respect before you do it, and then it's fine. If, it, um, if it's your intention respect, to use maybe. your stroller as a weapon, do not apologize. <laughs> I was going to say, on the flip side of that, don't dart in front of strollers or wheelchairs or ECVs. Like, mm-hmm. people always see... Because sometimes those those people are moving a little bit slower than the crowd. So people are like, oh, this is a great chance to like dart in front of somebody. It's like those the tractor people, trailer of human traffic. Yeah. So those people get run over, and it's their own fault. Um, so don't do that. Like, give 
a nice like buffer to people that are trying to push those things. And if you're on a mobility scooter thing and people are going slow around you, don't yell cuss words at them. Yeah. Cuz that's happened oh, and in honk a couple the horn. Yeah, that's happened a couple times around me and it's like calm down. Yeah. Well, you got to imagine they've all day long they've had people doing exactly what I'm talking about. Getting in their way, cutting them off, not letting them through. And you do get fed up, but it still doesn't like two wrongs don't make a right, right? Yeah. So, it's it's tough. Everybody you're talking about super crowded park. You know, difficult to move around. It's really hot. People are going to get cranky. So you, you just got to try your best to be calm, be patient, like we said. Mm-hmm. It's hard, though. And we're talking about, like, a lot of these things, you're going to make mistakes. Things are going to happen, right? But if you just try to be mindful of some of this stuff, it can make it a lot better, I think. Yeah. Some it's of like them are not aware. mistakes, though. Some of them are not. Right. Yeah. So I have don't ditch and I think that kind of goes without saying, but I cannot tell you how many times I see people trying to like advance intentionally in front of other people. And I'm not going to name names, but I know someone who went last it year. It was not you. <laughs> they told this story about how they kind of sort of, they didn't like go in front of people per se. They, they jumped over to the fast pass lane after being in standby and knew what yeah. they were doing. Oh, well, yeah. they was, they said it was unclear. Because it was a big blob of crazy. But mm. yeah. But especially like if like the line, you know, it's like if you have to walk a little bit to get to the line, like you're in the queue, but you have to walk a little bit to get to the people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People will use that opportunity to like walk faster than you, like yeah. in that area. Yeah. And I want to trip them. Yeah. I remember going when I was a kid and people would be ditching on purpose but they would not speak english and they would just be uh you know just kind of to me it was unintelligible and moving past you and it kept happening and this is like 10 year old me i just get real aggressive and i'm like stop you know what you're doing don't ditch (laughs) i could totally see our kid doing that too (laughs) it didn't stop it it stopped that family though people love getting in front of people all the time yeah it's happened to me before, and I just kind of have to deal with it because people don't take me seriously, especially because most of t- the time when it's happened was before I got taller, so I was just tiny there, and I couldn't do anything because people are just like, hey, little kid, and pushed me out of the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that just, just happens. Yeah, so Disney does this thing quite frequently with their queues where they will have like general waiting areas where you fill in all the space, but then it goes down to a single person line Mm -hmm. and people love to use these opportunities to jump line, push people out of the way um, and be rude about it. Jockey for position. Exactly. And I mean, it it does. It drives me crazy when people like they're in such, we're all going to the same place. And what are you going to do? Gain a few spots? Like what difference does it really make? Like we're all funneling into the same exact spot. And if you happen to rudely cut me off, well, now I'm suddenly right behind you in line for the next 10 minutes right. or something like that's going to be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that is something I, part of me doesn't really understand why Disney 
uses that method so frequently of here's a big mass of, of people or cars or whatever it may be. And now let's get them down to one little line. It's, it reminds me of like haunted mansion. You come out of the stretching room and now everybody has to get in the one line. I yeah. just right. stand in the back at that point. I yeah. don't care. It does. Like, yeah. I'm not going to push these people to get up to the front. That is a great example. People love getting in front of people on that ride. Yeah. And there's no point because you're all going to the same. Yeah. Route. And like you load very quickly. Yeah, it's you a know, quick it's loader. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, Once you're in that room, uh, they must have like Disney must you know have figured out like that's the fastest way or most efficient yeah, or something, but it can cause some animosity between you and the other park goers. Yeah, For sure. no kidding. <laughs> yeah, and 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 like you said, Keenan, people sometimes like to act like, well, I don't know, I don't know what's happening or or whatever, oh, what? claim yeah. ignorance, and that's how they get in front of people. One of the things that people do quite a lot that drives me insane is they'll have a go per- a person go wait in line and then suddenly a group of 10 shows up to join them in line. First of all, that's like strictly not allowed based on yeah. the Disney rules, but also that is so freaking rude. Mm-hmm. I hate that. That makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes back to what you were saying about like when you see uh, somebody get on a bus and they, they, they always load the wheelchairs and ECVs on first, but then they have a group of like 15 people with them. Yeah. It's like, there's got to be some sort of a balance here. Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot. But yeah, I don't. I'm sure some people also say they have a group in line and don't. I wonder about that sometimes too. Like the people cutting through like, yeah, my group's up there. You know? Okay. We'll see. Well, eventually they have to stop though. And what are they going to say yeah. then? Yeah. Like, I know. Oh, hey, you. <laughs> so here Just I pretend am. they know that person. Yeah. But um, maybe they'll let them join the family like you guys got yeah. to. Yeah. Hello. We're with you. <laughs> I was thinking about like in um, more, this is more like in dining, but like if you're waiting for a quick service, you know, there's like the people that like they get up to the front and they're, they're yelling. They're like, hey, wait, what did you want, Stella? Did you say you wanted oh, chicken yeah. nuggets? Or like, you know, you're like, oh, be ready to go. Like, yeah. that's kind of like with That's the, on my list, too. Yeah. Know what you're going to order. Yeah. Know what you're going to order. And like, or it's like kind there's also that situation with dining. It's like, oh, now I'll have my group of 10 yeah. kids come join me and tell me what they want. And decide like, right then and there. Right. And just, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> in, on the one hand, it's like, you don't want to be waiting you know, mm-hmm. 10 young kids, that's like going to be chaos. So it's like, sure, if you want to have them go find a seat with dad or whatever, but it's like, know what they want and don't just like call them over yeah. and then decide. Yeah, that's like bad. Just because I don't know, being the person behind them, you're just like, oh my God, I want to die. That's you know, you're hungry, you're hot. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, please. Don't stand between me and food. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Use mobile ordering. Oh, yeah, can, I, of actually, course. I was I was thinking about that. Better yet, use mobile ordering and be totally ready to go. Yeah, that's a nice option to have. That's all I ever want to do. I wish every single quick service had it. Yeah. Yeah, it makes things so much easier. <laughs> the only thing I found is sometimes specialty items are not on the mobile order app, mm-hmm. which kind of stinks. But sometimes they are. It just depends. But I've found yeah. that it's not always on there. Somehow. Sometimes there's secret items <laughs> yeah. on there true. that aren't on the actual board. Yep. Yeah. So I'll tell like a little quick story of something that happened to me that was quite rude. Okay. Um, Did you fight somebody afterwards? No. Oh, okay. I was just... We were... There were... There's all this construction going on in the Magic Kingdom and um, where the Haunted Mansion area is. It was like bottlenecked for a little ways and so I had to step over 
or else I was going to hit a wall and where they bottlenecked it. And so there were some strollers and my family was like right ahead of me. So I kind of like sped up a little as much as I could, but there were so many people. It was hard. And I just stepped over and this lady started going, Oh, look at this woman. Just thinking she could do whatever she wants. Just stepping in front of people. And I turned around and she was talking to her friend and I turned around and I looked at her and I said, are you talking about me? You have a problem with me not hitting a wall? And she goes, uh, no, uh, what, what? And I was like, are you talking about me? <laughs> and she goes, oh, uh, uh, I'm so sorry. It's fine. Everything's fine. And I was like, okay, but how rude. Like, why was she making this big scene People with her friends around her? And then I turn around and confront her and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, don't be a jerk. <laughs> okay. Don't be a jerk. I just have to step back a second because... A few examples ago, you're the person that's going, oh, you're just going to step in front of people? Yeah. But so what's I, the outcome? I, if she would have turned around and been like, excuse me, what? I'd be like, you stepped in front of me and that was rude. But no, she knew I wasn't being rude. I was just trying not to hit the wall. If you met a person, if it was a Samantha versus Samantha, that's oh, going to end be, in fight. It, yeah, it'd be damn. So I don't know that. I feel like but you're promoting person, violence. No, if that person <laughs> was trying to get around so they didn't hit the wall, I probably wouldn't have forced a way to where they would have had to jump so well, they didn't hit the wall. Well, probably. See, Mom, I I'm would just label saying. your theme park rules as confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a fact. You Whatever. approach all this with confrontation. I do not. I'm a happy person. I love Disney. <laughs> <laughs> So, Samantha, what's your protocol on rope dropping? Are you throwing elbows? Or oh, yeah. Come <laughs> on. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. But I've only... A little trip here and there. <laughs> okay. So, I'm, I'm all about, like, having empathy for other people. However, I'm really e- easy to, like, weave through people, and I'm good at getting away with it, being very sneaky. <laughs> I've definitely gotten away with that kind of thing before. I do. I feel have. like we're going the wrong direction. Okay, so I, I, you should this not cut. You should not cut. But if your group is up there, don't announce it to people. Just try to make them not notice so no. they don't get mad. <laughs> Hold on. I'll switch Garrett's thing over to some other etiquette, and this is for husbands out there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's like, what's happening to this show? If you have a hard time getting through the crowd, but you've pushed your way through, your family is not going to keep up with that. And so when you turn around and we're 10 feet back at minimum, and you're like, what happened, guys? That's because if it was hard for you to get there, we're not going to be able to get there, Justin. Hey, etiquette. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, I, that's me too. I'm looking at Keenan. I'm like, I know exactly where we're going. I know how to get there. Just follow along. And then you look yeah, back and I'm nobody's like, with I'm you. Sorry, me and my four year old couldn't keep up with you. Right. It's never really a problem for me because I'm able to keep up with anyone who's ahead of the party in a sneaky way without people noticing. If it was just me, yeah, <laughs> See, like I'm with I you. Like, I can, like, at concerts, you just kind of like, oh, do do do, like dance your way to the front, like duck <laughs> yeah. under and stuff. But right. if I have to go in front of people, I don't want them to be angry about it or even know. Because if they don't know, there's no way they're going to get angry about it. It might. It, okay. Won't make them angry. You stop justifying. Stop it. Stop it. Don't cut. Don't cut. Listen, I was going to say, like, if if your party gets separated, and by the way, I do this, 
if your party gets separated and you're up front, you should probably stop and wait for them instead of making them try to fight up to get to you. And I do or pull do over while you do so. Exactly. Yeah, or you could stop pushing through everyone and expecting your family to keep so, up. Or recognize that holes in those situations close up quickly. And sometimes <laughs> when I go, it looks like it's plenty of room. <laughs> Honey, you're not going to win. If you so, do, I am going to win because no, I'm not, you're not wrong. If yes, you do you have to push no, through, though, say excuse me. And I don't, I don't push through people. No, you do. No, I don't. Oh my God, where's McKenna? <laughs> where's she, McKenna? she would say it just because up. she would want to yell at me. Nope, it's true. Order in the court, please. Okay. <laughs> Stop. I do want to say, like, I want to know people's protocol of, like, I think you were saying rope dropping, but like running to an attraction. What do people think about? That? Like, like sprinting? See, or are we talking like power walking? I mean, well, you know how I am with power walking. Yeah, you're aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, I mean, like, I've heard people, like, don't run to the ride. Like, everyone's going to get there. I mean, are we talking rope drop? Yeah. I would say a brisk pace is yeah. acceptable. Running, no. But, like, people, I've heard people say, like, you don't want to be the one running to the ride. I'm like, do I not want to be that person? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm guilty of this too. because I love running. It's just really fun for me. So... <laughs> I do it. So do it in a sneaky way where people don't. don't Sneaky running. No, I mean like if we're in an open area and we don't really have to get there, I'm going to be going fast anyways if I'm able to because it's just fun for me. Um, But I usually can't because my party's so slow. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Well, cast members will tell you not to run. I don't run. Don't. I don't think anyone should run in the park because there's always going to be people around you, and you're all going to the same place. I have an experience with rope dropping. We rope dropped one time in the Magic Kingdom, and I don't ever want to rope drop again, by the way. Um, We were going in, and, and all these people were pushing through, and this lady had a running stroller, so it had the big tire on the front, and she hit my leg and went up the back of my leg with her running stroller, took me down to my knee, pushed it off of my leg and went on and didn't even turn around and everyone stopped around us and was like oh my god are you okay and i I had a tire mark up the back of my leg it hurt so bad strollers (laughs) they're my nemesis (laughs) so yeah don't do that yeah yeah it was pretty brutal i think she was trying to get to that mind train thing so Mm -hmm. little does she know I get fast passes for that. That, that mind train <laughs> thing. If you're I'm rope dropping, snarky. use my strategy. Be like a little thief slinking through the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't um, I don't think running is is a good idea. I just I mean I know it's hard not to. Rachel, <laughs> sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Power I know walking. I know, it's the yeah, way to go. I think Although, br- brisk pace is good. Your sister, like they were running to get to something or like do you remember when she tripped yeah yeah don't like, run <laughs> well, especially in you the kingdom because and... they have the um this is just a safety issue oh, it's yeah. not really an etiquette issue but with the the, the railways yeah. I, I mean who hasn't tripped oh man on your ankle railway just goes, wah, wah, and magic is. kingdom right yep. but oh, like her hurts. flip-flop got stuck she was carrying her baby like in a carrier on the front of her and like almost totally bit it. Oh, like she had to like, and then she messed up her foot. She had to get foot surgery. Oh my gosh. So 
Anyways, don't run in the parks. <laughs> yeah, don't run. Power walking, though. I'm a big proponent of that. I, I don't. You yeah. need to push your husband into a trash can to win the power walking race. <laughs> so be it. Do it. Yeah, I think that's just fine. your just your loved ones, though. Yeah, not exactly. strangers. Not strangers. I want to talk about some on ride etiquette because there's some things here that really grind my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? I have a really good example of the first one. First of all, let other people enjoy the music and the narration without oh, you yes. like deciding to participate in it. If I have to hear another person recite the ghost host in the stretching room, mm. I will lose my mind. I know I don't exactly need it. the occasion that he's talking about. That guy was... He thought he was auditioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awful. That was definitely a But it happens a audition. lot. It happens a lot. I've had it happen on the monorail. Every time we were getting close to a stop, this guy recited the whole thing. He thought he was amazing, and I was thinking, lame. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't you, but I could see you doing that. <laughs> I don't do it. Have I done that? I mean, you it's say the thing about stand clear of the doors. Sometimes. Yeah. That's fun. Who doesn't want to say that? <laughs> um, um, but I yeah. have one. Well, Harrison. let me just wrap up my thought. And, right, and it's fine. really and it's really just people are there to enjoy the ride, not you. Don't be part of the show. Shh, zip it. Can I can I add on to that? Yeah. Because in addition to reciting the lines or or singing or whatever, um, it was the journey of the Little Mermaid or whatever the one is at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, voice. And there were these stand up comics in front of us, basically, <laughs> who I think had one too many, and just kept. <laughs> shooting out one-liners and making jokes and cracking themselves up and it really ruined the experience for me right even because it was a really to them it was about how funny can we be making jokes about this show yeah it's like not they weren't like performing you know they weren't being super loud but it's like even to the people right behind you it's still super annoying but even if i'm saying like even if they're whispering it's like you're there to enjoy like i don't know yeah when we were other people around you the festival of the lion king that party behind or next to me, I can't remember. They wouldn't shut up. They would oh, I know. not shut up. And it was so loud and in my ear. And people need to know around me just from my aura that I love that show. And I <laughs> From your aura. <laughs> I really want to uh, slap someone if they won't shut up during that show because it has so, so many great songs. Yeah, I mean, the I'm same... You. When you're at a show at Disney, the same rules apply if you are going to a movie theater and they tell you, turn off your cell phones, don't be talking. Mm-hmm. Like It's the same thing. Don't ruin people's experience because guess what? This might be the only time they get to do that thing ever. Right. So you got to keep that in mind. Shut up. Speaking of that... <laughs> it's not nice to say shut up. On the carousel of progress. Yeah. The man... I was going to bring this up. Go ahead. L- l- really needed to see what was going on in the dark part. So they, he turned on his phone flashlight, his flashlight, and pointed it towards the stage. No, he was looking well, at like was, a map. Uh, it was like he was. Doing it was lighting like up the this. room, though. It was lighting up the room. You could see everything. Yeah, it was a very bright. It got flashlight. to the point because it was lasting for a very long time. A lady just had to say, "Turn your flashlight off." Yeah, and of course he got mad about it because yeah. people that get called out for doing something stupid always get mad. I didn't. I didn't say that though. That was it. Wasn't it wasn't you this time. How about that? You looked at him a few times. I did. I gave him some dirty looks. I was thinking about saying something. I don't, and I dirty looks never work. No. They never work. No, you they have don't. to say like something. Ha- it's like if someone's being that inconsiderate, you, you normally just have to say it point blank. I have found. Yeah, like you do. They're, they're not aware 
that was to, like catch shocking. on to a dirty look. That was shocking. I honestly, mean, like, it was obviously a dark part where you're not supposed to see anything. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe that one. Yeah, Keep your crazy. flashlights off. Turn off your flashes. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and like on Dark Rides, they say no flash photography. Yeah. And then people will video with the flash on like the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's the same thing. Yeah. Gary, yeah. you mentioned this earlier. I wanted to see if you wanted to talk about it. When you're at a show, what's something you always do before the show starts? You got to remove your hat. Got to remove your ears. Or like, don't hold your phone above your head. Don't do that. Put it at eye level. Eye level's fine. Um, mm-hmm. Don't have a kid on your shoulders don't have a kid on your shoulders i yeah just remove your mickey ears garrett's passionate because he's a short guy Mm -hmm. and if you're in front of garrett when we're trying to watch happily ever after and you've got a kid on your shoulders garrett's gonna be very upset you'll be able to tell by his aura yeah (laughs) and also if there's someone in front of you doing that don't hit them no um i wasn't doing that but maybe it was a short lady behind me i didn't see her but I could hear her. Uh, at, that was your mom. On uh, <laughs> at Happily Ever After, I was standing and I got on my tippy toes because there was a, a tall guy, uh, and I got hit in the back by a bag. Yeah. Over and over again. Anytime I would be on my tippy toes. Yeah. I, I wish I'd known. Yeah. <laughs> the lady just kept. You can imagine um, what would have yeah. happened. If Mama Bear speaking oh about gosh. it and hitting me with a bag. Yeah. When to he point, told me, I was like, "I'm gonna find her." Oh my gosh. I had to like push my back into the bag to make her stop. That's my kid. You don't hit my kid. (laughs) Yeah. I do think, what do you think about like, so I remember we watched um, Illuminations and our kid was like 18 months at the time. I remember Keenan had him on his shoulders. I was all the way back against the building though. Yeah, I feel like kids like two and under maybe okay because they're like only head height pretty much. But there was no one behind me. Yeah. If there's no one saying. behind you, it's totally fine. But yeah. the thing is, <laughs> here's the thing. I get it. Like you want your little kids to be able to see. I get it. But but believe it or not, it makes a huge difference when a kid is on shoulders. Like for True. somebody like Garrett, like Garrett can't head. see. Like he he struggles anyway. So even if it's a little kid on someone's shoulders, it like totally blocks what vantage point Garrett might have. So like. Also, there's a weird thing with me. If I can see someone, like, really defined, like, their whole face next to the show, yeah. like, even if they're not covering anything, it distracts me completely. Well, well that's, that's, there's nothing that can be done yeah, about that. Not, yeah, I know, I know, like, that's something you can't fix, but it really gets me for some reason. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, because I, like, I totally get it. Because, again, you're talking about this may be your one trip to Disney. Maybe maybe it's only one in every couple of years or whatever. And, and you want your kid to be able to experience it. So I can understand why people do it. But, like, if, you, if you're not in the back of the crowd or something and you do that, like, it, it really does. It, it's surprisingly, Cause like, like other obstructive. Because, like, are on their first trip. Yeah. Yeah, people behind you. And and then, like you said, Garrett, like the phone thing, too. Like, I don't want to watch the, sh- the show through your phone's screen. Right. The like, screens are rough. And if you get yeah. a Yeah, balloon. I always try to hold it, like yeah, like you said, like face level. I'm sorry. So it's not like... <laughs> that was a creepy noise. It was weird. The dong, really. <laughs> um, it's on an arm, a metal arm, so it's probably the, the springs. <laughs> if you have a balloon, like you bought one, oh, yeah. just like oh, yeah. hold Pull it the balloons down. down. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Even the cast member was doing it. During the show, they were walking through the crowd with the giant uh, 
ball of balloons. Scissors popping people's balloons. <laughs> that would have been. I wish that would <laughs> That would have been cool. Yeah. I said to hold it down. Yeah. It's, it is tough, though. Like, I just... It, again, it's just kind of being around. And, and, okay, so I can speak as someone... I'm not, like, the tallest person in the world, but I realize I'm a little bit taller than a lot of people around me. So... I try to be aware of who's behind me at shows like, and not just at happily mm-hmm. ever after, but also like when I'm sitting in Muppet vision 3d or, or like anywhere, I try not to like sit up really tall. Like I'll kind of slink. Now I'm not saying people have to do this. I'm just saying it's again, be aware of what's around you because it could be that there's some kid, like a two year old sitting in the Muppet vision chair behind you. And then here I am like, <laughs> I love Kermit. <laughs> well, yeah, also lucky to be able to go so often but i totally get it like people who don't get to go very often they want their kids to be able to see everything they want to be able to see everything so that's kind of fair for them yeah i think and we've kind of mentioned this a few times but it's like having the awareness it's like okay so like the first time we went and even like we don't get to go very often but it's like there are many other people in that situation. It's not just about you. You're not the only one Mm -hmm. on this very special vacation. Like everyone is trying to make the best possible vacation for their families. So it's like, Mm -hmm. just be aware of that and consider it and not like thinking it's all about you. And then at the same time, like being forgiving when someone maybe is a little bit overzealous. Yeah. But I didn't mean to call you out about the illuminations thing. <laughs> no, I just want to be clear. There was a construction wall behind me, so there was literally <laughs> nothing behind me. I was I could not have obscured anyone's view. Otherwise, I would not have done it because I'm yeah. very against that. Yeah. Well, I was. Yeah, I was wondering if there was like an age limit. Like you can't put Garrett on your shoulders anymore. <laughs> but he, I, I mean, like, maybe like I maybe two and under. Much. But I guess even then, like it's still a. It gives you another head of height. Yeah. It's yeah. It may only be like you know six inches or something, but it's still. And it the kid's the body might be a little wider than the head. Because so. if someone's yeah. shorter yeah. than you and you put a kid up there, it kind of makes the kid yeah. kind of up because your vision is kind of a circular thing. So the more someone's going up, the mm-hmm. more that makes a difference. I'll give credit. There was a guy who did it the last time we saw Happily Ever After. He put a kid up on his shoulder, and I don't. I, th- I think people around him were obviously upset about it and he immediately like got the kid down and just held held his son um and i was like all right cool he like recognized like immediately um but you know it happens and again that's something that like a lot of these things we're talking about are somewhat unique considerations to the disney parks like if you go to other parks like you don't necessarily have to think quite as much about this stuff because the parks don't have the same sorts of things going on so and maybe aren't as crowded. They might not be as crowded. It's a little different, but yeah. So again, it could be somebody's first time, but I think, I think Rachel, you, you really put it best and it really is kind of the overarching mes- message of all of this. Just be aware of others around you. Try You're trying to have a great vacation. So is everybody else. Be mm-hmm. considerate. And if there's a ride to not have flash photography, photography on, it's the Nemo one with the big mechanical thing with the, um, angler fish uh-huh. don't light that up because that's terrifying <laughs> yeah that actually thing is so scary if you light it up it looks like a giant creature with puppets on its hands you're absolutely right about that it's funny because it's terrifying yeah somebody did this the last time we we rode we don't usually ride that particular ride 
but we did it on this. I don't know why we chose to do it. We were like, ah, oh, let's go ride Nemo. But we wanted um, to see the fish afterwards. I, I know, but we could have just gone into the the aquarium. But but anyway, we rode through, and yeah, somebody lit up. Someone the, had the their light on, and, was, and the thing in there seeing the mechanism could was give terrifying. You nightmares. Yeah. It was horrifying. <laughs> it was pretty scary to it see. It looked like a giant creature with big arms, like <laughs> just going roll, super roll. fast. Yeah, it was really weird. That see, thing, now I'm going to do yeah. that next time. <laughs> if you were in there and it hit you, that's it over with mm-hmm. it's a kooka arm basically it's it's like a mechanical robot like construction yeah. arm is what it is but it was it's scary yeah it was pretty terrifying it's got its own like dark room that's a boss battle right there <laughs> all right before we wrap it up did we miss anything well i was thinking another thing i don't know if we're going too long but on rides or in line for rides um like if there is something exciting like spoilers i guess in line like you know like especially you know we haven't ridden any of the new star wars rides and i know that those are oh let me tell you all about it yeah it's like people don't we don't want to know you know so it's like don't tell me about this amazing thing that happens or right you know the cool thing that happens on the frozen ride and talking all loudly it's like let people experience that for the first time Uh one time whenever we uh when we had just written Rise of the Resistance, and I went to talk to Mom about it, we gave away some information, talking very loudly. No, oh, I didn't. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah don't we, say it. I was Plug in my ears. Trying to get us to stop, but you know, sometimes it <laughs> the just the excitement happens. overwhelmed you. Yeah, Willy Wonka gives away a lot of candy bars. <laughs> Spoiled. <laughs> Lightning Queen dies on that ride. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Um, I have I have one more yeah. that is kind of obscure. Like you're only going to experience this at Disney, but there are two queues. There's the standby queue and the fast pass queue. Ah. Know which one you're going in, <laughs> and if for whatever reason some sort of confusion arises, move off to the side <laughs> to settle your your issues. Because yeah. I swear, every time you're going into a line, there's a group of I don't know, anywhere from four to eight people trying to figure out, do we go on this ride? Do yep. we have a pass? Pass, yep. pass, what do we do? And they just block the entire aisle. They're figure it out on their phones. You're, yeah. Uh, move aside. Oh, gosh. It's constantly That happening. does drive me crazy. And it is. It's so common. The last time that it happened, like the most egregious one I can think of, was the last time I rode Kilimanjaro Safari. There were not less than 30 people that were doing this exact thing, and I couldn't even get to the touch point for the fast pass. I was like, what cast, is happening? The cast member's always like, please move this Well, no. The, actually, in this case, the cast member stepped up and was like, if you don't have a fast pass, please move aside. Because it was a problem. Like, it was a whole big group. But seriously, like, what? What are they? Like, oh, our fast pass won't work for another 10 minutes. We'll just stand right stand here. Stand here. <laughs> yes. Move. That's, that's happened before. Yeah. It happens in some of the rides. It happens more frequently than others. I feel like I always see that happening. At, Flight of Passage. At Flight of Passage. But Haunted Mansion, it happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, gosh. There was another one I was thinking of, but there are some that I don't know why it's just more frequent. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, you're probably right. It's like the ones that are more in demand. So people are like, oh, I, I've got a fast pass, right? No. What happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, come on. You know, you don't have that flight of passage fast pass move. Stand aside. <laughs> my, my boarding party glitched out. I had yeah. one. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a whole different story. I have one final one. What's your final one? Um, Disney parks are now smoking free. Yes. So stop sneaking and smoking. Mm, that's a good point. Oh my gosh. Yeah, be, you can smell it a mile away. I'll be walking yeah. along and then... Right in a cloud. Is that, is that vape that I smell? <laughs> I, I mean, vape doesn't bother me as much. Oh, that people, bothers me a I, lot. I mean, if people want to put water in their lungs, fine. Enjoy pneumonia. But, like, I don't want to smell cigarette smoke. Because that's toxin that goes into their lungs. But when they breathe it out, it goes into mine, too. And I have asthma. Vapor doesn't bother me, but that smoke bothers me. I'm like, I stop the, it. the flavored smell of vape. It makes me, like, well. unhappy. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I have asthma. <laughs> <laughs> You are a nerd. And is that why you glasses. want to fight everybody? Probably. Because you're I got like, I'm going to prove I'm not a nerd. Exactly. Also, finally, don't fight people in the parks. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> oh, me and But McKenna, if you do, oh. make sure to videotape. <laughs> me and McKenna were on the monorail, and apparently she saw two cast members fighting in the parking lot. Fist fighting? Like yeah. physical altercation? Yep. Wow. Whoa. That's awesome. That's, crazy. That's not awesome. Cast that was a love triangle happy. gone awry. It probably was. Probably. No, I love Mickey more. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say on the cast member front, not related to fighting in the parking lot cast members, but like your typical <laughs> cast member is there to help mm. and they're so nice nice mm-hmm. and like really try to make your time there i'm sorry they usually Mag- don't cause whatever problem you're upset about right yeah. it's like they're trying to help they can really make your time like magical and great so it's like this is like for the service industry in general yes. like yeah. just be kind yeah. and for real. like say please and thank you but like don't be demanding to cast members like they're not there to ruin your day but it's like and even going above and beyond, like giving them a cast compliment when yeah. when it's deserved. Don't trip but- them with your bag. <laughs> right. I did this on accident at a character meet and greet. I set down my bag to take some pictures and the photographer backed up into it and tripped. Oh, no. She didn't fall, she didn't fall over, but I felt so bad. And that was <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph, which was our first meet and greet of our trip. Yep. Never did it again. It's <laughs> got to lesson. <laughs> gotta be aware. People are be aware always, of your surroundings, people. Like and tip. Yeah. It's kind of like single mothers with a bunch of children always getting really mad at the cast members. Why are you talking about single mothers right now? Well, it's all always those mothers, like all the single mothers, insane ones. Now I'm mad at you. Only, only the crazy ones. <laughs> the the Karens. <laughs> oh gosh, Garrett, Garrett, stop it! Why don't you just say "Okay, Boomer," and then we'll <laughs> wrap it up. They're always yelling at the cast member. It's not even just. It's a lot of people, actually, just always yelling at the cast members. They take advantage of the cast members' kindness and are like, I, I think That's everyone, causing, not single mothers. Yeah. You're causing... I just said that. I just said that. Okay. Well, I missed uh, it. <laughs> everyone's yelling at the cast members, and they don't deserve it. They're normal human beings, and it's very easy to just become friends with the cast members, too, because they're just so nice. Yes, they're there to help. They're there to make your situation better. And just like Keenan said, they probably aren't responsible for whatever made you upset. And so don't take things out on them. And it's yeah, very easy to blame them. Be calm, be patient. They'll probably be able to do something to help you if something went wrong. So, yeah. And usually at Disney, it's like they go 
like don't expect it like don't and don't have an air of entitlement like i deserve to you i had to wait five right. extra minutes i right. need to right. you know meet mickey mouse right now <laughs> um but you know it's like they do try to go above and beyond to like make it right yeah. so right. treat them like a human being and they will make sure it's magical yeah, yeah. so especially yeah. at disney yes so I actually had an interaction with a um, somebody just a couple days ago who was traveling in with his family, and they were having um, some difficulties riding Rise of the Resistance. They had tried three times, and it broke down every time. The first time, they didn't even get on. The second time, they made it to like the middle part of the ride, and it broke down. And then the same, same thing happened the third time. He went to guest services, told them what was going on, and just said, you know, we had actually not planned on coming back to Hollywood studios and we were planning on going to animal kingdom. They hooked them up. They gave them like the, those ultimate fast passes. He, he was able to ride flight of passage because of this, like, and they gave them tickets to come back to Hollywood studio. Like they will take care of you because they realize like you've spent a lot of money on this. You've wasted a lot of time. You're frustrated. People are upset. They don't want to, they don't want you to have a, a terrible experience and they're going to do what they can to help you if, if they can. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just it, all that, uh, the guest experience team that you see around, like if something's going on, go talk to them cause they can probably help out. So that's all. Well, yeah, I think that Disney has the best customer service. They do. The that's, I mean, they're kind of known for it. People study Disney customer service. Not all cast members are great at it, but the ones that are deserve to be recognized, honestly. like mm-hmm. Just like Rachel said, cast compliments can really go a long way, so make sure you do recognize those that go above and beyond for sure. Yeah. Don't yell at them. Don't yell at them. And don't fight them. Yeah. <laughs> don't or trip if them. If you are a cast member, don't fight them in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Don't fight each other. So, all right. I think that's a great list. I think we did it. I think I mean, we did it. It only took us an hour, but we did it. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to say about this stuff. Yeah. Obviously, there yeah. was a lot to say and get through. Keenan and Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're so happy to have you. I would like to now give you the opportunity to tell people where they can find you and where they can hear your show. Cool. Well, thanks for having us. I I don't know how the listeners will feel, but that hour flew by for me. Yeah. Love hanging out with you guys. I really appreciate coming on. Um, all of our stuff is on partofourworld.net. So you can go there if you're looking for shows and things of that sort. I'm also a Disney, a, sorry, I am a travel agent who specializes in Disney. So you can find information for that as well on the website. And then if you want to interact with me, I'm on Twitter at POOW Podcast. Yes. And on Instagram, we're a part of our world podcast. Awesome. Go do the follows. Subscribe, leave them the five-star reviews because they deserve it. And you guys are awesome. And it's been a real pleasure having you. Yeah, thank you. we will definitely do it again. Yeah. Yes, thank you, guys. It's been fun. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see you here soon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you all for listening to the show today. and, And hopefully we'll see you back here again soon. And if you would like to interact with us until then, we are at Morning Monorail on on. Twitter. Hold on. You all unfollowed me. All of you out there, the listeners, I got to 70 followers for a second, and now it's back to 68. Stop unfollowing me. Stop doing that. (laughs) At Gummy Bear King 2. Go follow me. And the link to my YouTube channel is in the bio. 
So follow Garrett at Gummy Bear King too. You can follow us at Morning Monorail on Twitter. Go to our website, Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, for all of the other stuff. And <laughs> good luck if you've got teenagers out there. We need some advice if you can help us learn how to deal with this kind of nonsense. Um, send us emails, Monday Morning Monorail or Monday Morning Monorail at gmail.com with all your teenage parenting advice. We need it. All right. Thanks so much once again for listening. We will talk to you next week. Until then, have a magical week. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all real soon. <laughs>